Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Create, Learn, Implement podcast, CLI for short, with me, your host, Koyera. I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope uh, things are going great. Life is treating you well. I hope your mental health is all together because in this situation, in, the, in these COVID days, um, it's really important that we check ourselves mentally, spiritually, in, in every way, um, because it could be very wearing on us, very taxing on our minds and our bodies and our, on our very souls. So homework, I want us all to keep you know, checking in on our own selves. We have to be kind to ourselves, especially now. Also, I wanted to let you guys know that things are getting really hectic, crazy for me. So, you know, the podcasts I've, might slow down. The episodes might slow down. I generally post um, every two weeks. Things may slow down a little bit, um, but I thank you guys for rocking with me uh, since 2018, March. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And and keep going with me. I'm going to have more beautiful, talented um you know, smart CEOs, women CEOs, bosses coming through. Um, just, just gotta, just gotta catch up with myself, I guess. Um, but on today's podcast, I had a great time speaking with Vivian K, who is a boss, founder CEO of Kinky Curly Yaki. I am a huge fan. I've been watching. Vivian, I always say that to people that I've been watching you, but I don't mean that in a creepy way. I just mean I've been admiring them from afar. Um, you know, she's one of those people that inspired my hair business. So um, definitely uh, a big fan uh, and another Canadian um, female leader, which I love. And so we're going to talk on the other side. Um, we touch on many things, including what's happening in our climate. So stay tuned for Miss Vivian K on the other side. One of my many goals in life is to impact women's lives by helping them start a business using some of the same methods I've used to start my own business. I understand starting a business can be very overwhelming, especially if you're one of those people that simply don't know what business to start. Let me help you with that process. You can reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at I am Coyera, or you can email me at info at Coyera.com and let me help you create the life you want. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but um, I'm still back on the phone because my computer is going to take forever. To oh, Lord. So are it you has okay? Dropbox and, and then Drive and all that that it's going to load. So okay. Yeah, so I'm okay with being on the phone. I just hope the sound quality is... Um, so far, so good. Okay. So far, so good. So let, let me know if you're ready. I'm ready. <laughs> she ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh my goodness, on Fib. Hello, how are you? I am good, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm so excited to have you on. Um, I've been... Um, observing you from afar <laughs> oh i see yes Some people you know, call it stalking but you know you know <laughs> slightly slightly this is just between me and you though it's okay that's all right <laughs> so everyone i wanted to introduce you guys to the lovely vivian k who is the founder and ceo of kinky curly yaki she is also a business empowerment coach 
and a Spotify expert. And I'm going to add another title onto that. I'm Shopify, gonna... a Shopify expert. <laughs> what did I'm I say? Spot... You said Spotify, but I'm also a Spotify expert. Lord Jesus. Okay, <laughs> Shop... Shopify, my bad, guys. It's yes, 11 Lord. in the morning. <laughs> it's still early. <laughs> and I'm going to add activist. Is that, a, is that a fair thing to say? A what? Activist. An activist? No, I'm just a tell it like it is her. I would say that. I wouldn't say activist. No. Okay. Well, you be, you be telling it like it is 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. we really appreciate that because, and I'm going to get into all of that. I'm going to get into all of that, but let's start with um, Vivian. Tell us a little bit, a little bit more about who uh, young Vivian was and, and, you know, how she became to be the woman she is today. Uh, young Vivian. Well, young Vivian we have time. was, yeah, we got time. So <laughs> Um, young Vivian was a black sheep. So I'm one of three, I'm one of four girls, uh, and I'm uh, the second oldest. Uh, and I marched, I've always marched to the beat of my own drum. You know, my mom, we would always argue, she would say A, I would say H. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, just, just to be contrary, right? And so I've always, again, I've always marched to the beat of my own drum. Um, and I've always, you know, people have always, you know, from my parents, from school, from, you know, society in general, have always tried to put me in like a, a box. Yeah. But I refused to be in a box um, because I just was not box material. Like I felt like, I, you know, if they were trying to fit me into a square, I was like, I'm a parallelogram. You know, um, yeah, That's yeah, got a lot of sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, right. Yeah. Um, and so I, I just refused to let myself get into that box. Um, and when I found, I, you know, when I found, I found that when I did, like when people tried to put me in that box, or even myself would go, okay, you know, let me go try this box on for size, mm-hmm. just to see what it's like. I, you know, soon, I, you know, at least a week or two into the living in the box, I was like, you know what, nope 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 this is not for me yeah um so you know I just decided to just do me so and ever since I decided to do me it's just been you know big viv energy ever since hashtag <laughs> hashtag, hashtag viv energy yeah <laughs> I love that 100 percent I, I I have so much I, I want to talk to you about I feel like I'm already starting with a second episode in mind for you because <laughs> there's so much to you, so many layers. That parallelogram is a real thing for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to try to put as much as I can into this episode. Now, you are a entrepreneur. You, you, you started multiple businesses. And, you know, thank you for inspiring me to, to get in as well, to uh, start my own, my way of life here business. Um, you know, wonderful. (laughs) So, so what gave you the gumption to start a business, to start Kinky Curly Yaki specifically, even though it's, it's not your first? Um, well, I needed to solve my own problem. Yeah. Like I needed, uh, what it was, was that I was at the time I was a wedding decorator. Mm-hmm. and uh you know within the greater toronto area and i was doing everyone's wedding and i needed hair that looked quote unquote presentable yeah and if you're a black woman you know what that means mm-hmm. um and i was tired of the whole african in the front and indian in the back <laughs> but what <laughs> but what kept happening is you know i kept finding textures that just didn't look authentic on me like i wasn't interested in 32 inches of brazilian 
down to my butt, you know, looking like Nicki Minaj. It just wasn't, it just didn't look like me. Right. Um, And so what I found was people, if I did find kinky textures, it was buried underneath the Brazilian and Malaysian um, and all those, you know, silky exotic textures. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, why isn't anyone just selling just like, why isn't anyone highlighting kinky hair? But I was running my, my wedding business. I was happy with it. Um, you know, I sort of took the idea and filed it in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until I went to a meetup and a sister pulled me aside and was like, girl, like, what did you do to, you know, what did you do to get your hair looking like that? Who's your hairdresser? And I was like, girl, this is a weave. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, that's the ultimate, like when you can pull, when you can fool another black woman, right? You know, you're onto something, Okay. Right? That's right. So I, you know, she's like, wow, you know, I would buy that. And I, and that's when the light bulb went off because I thought, well, if she would buy it and I bought it, there's got to be at least a dozen other women who would also buy it too. Mm-hmm. So in the down season of my wedding business in December of 2012, I launched Kinky Curly Yaki. Awesome. And that's so, how it was born. Yeah. That's how it was born. So you, you use your own experience to create and now you're just out here making millions of dollars. You know, I I would like to make very clear, I am not rich. I'm not a millionaire. I Mm -hmm. just run a million dollar business, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't make me a millionaire, right? Because that's just revenue. Um, You know, people don't get fooled by revenue. Revenue is a great thing because that means, you know, you're making some money. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, actually, actually, it doesn't necessarily mean you are making money. I am making money, but you just have to be mindful. You know, when people say, oh yeah, I make, you know, six, seven figures, but are they actually making money? Because they could be operating at a loss right? Just to say they make seven figures. Uh, That's not the case with me, but yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm a millionaire. (laughs) You know, we're manifesting that. That's why we're manifesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Wonderful. Now you, you touch a little bit on, you know, kind of the background um, of, of business that sometimes there could be a profit and a loss. And I, I like that you have your mind, your business series, because I feel like it kind of, you know, it gives you the background on, on business, on, mm-hmm. on things of that nature. So, so as a busy CEO, why did you feel the need to create this platform for entrepreneurs? Because you could have just went on about your way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I could have. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I kept seeing was, um, well, one, I wanted a way to give out advice. Yeah without having to do, you know, without having to really do it one-on-one for free. Yeah. So I would get a lot of, can I pick your brain? Can I buy you some coffee? But girl, my brain is so picked over and scabbed, right? So yeah. I wanted a way to, um, to share my expertise and share my wisdom and my experiences from business on a more, you know, on a wide platform where it's accessible to everyone and anyone. Um, and then what I saw was there were a lot of people who were teaching um, were teaching things, but they weren't teaching them in a, in a relatable way. Like nothing that was, you know, what I, I think what I do is what I call edutainment. Yeah. It's like, I'm educating you, but I'm also entertaining you. And I'm saying it in, you know, in layman's terms, I'm teaching you some big words so you can go and, you know, talk to big words when you need to talk to big words. Right. But I'm also teaching you um, from experience and in a relatable and personable manner. So uh, it's just, and plus I just enjoy doing it. Like I enjoy teaching people and um, you know, the, the many emails and DMs and, and, and conversations I've had where people were like, Vivian, that one piece of advice you gave me just absolutely blew my mind or it, or it changed my business or it changed my life. So, you know, you can get high on that. 
-hmm. So if I can create something that does that for somebody on a, a for, on a weekly basis, then, you know, it's my responsibility, I feel, to share the knowledge. Because what I know isn't rocket science. Mm -hmm. um, it's, not, it's not something that I can patent. It's not something that I can trademark. But it's something that if I can impart that sort of wisdom, if I can share what I wish someone had told me when I was starting this business, then why not? Yeah, that is, that is an excellent point. Um, because when you're starting out, oftentimes, more than not, you have no clue what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> so, I have no clue. I still yeah. don't have a clue. But, you know, <laughs> I'm a little less clueless, right? Absolutely. It's always a working progress, I find, because even in my business, like, listen, we're still trying to figure things out over here. But yeah. <laughs> um, and I love that you said that it's like edutainment because, you know, people love what you're doing. The comment is always like, oh, my God, that was so fun and entertaining at the same time. So you're, what you're doing is working really well and it's resonating with people. And you know, that, that branches into your, your class, the Shopify um, class that you have. What, what made you decide to, to, to um, put that on? Because, uh, well, because, um, mm -hmm. again, like I always see that people are either teaching people how to, you know, drop ship and get rich quick and, you know, do yeah. all this money making craziness on Shopify. Mm -hmm. When what I found, like for me, that's one thing. But what I found was that a lot of people, and especially in my coaching business, I found that people didn't even have the back end of their Shopify right. set up correctly. So they'd either hired someone to come in and do it, and then they haven't touched it since, or uh, you know they set it up, they set it up, and they just don't really know how to use it. Yeah. Right. Because Shopify is a uh, it's a beautiful, a beautiful backend, very easy to use. But if you're not that tech savvy or if you're not really into it, then it can be a really overwhelming thing. Mm -hmm. um, and what I found is, especially when my business scaled, the cleaner your backend is, the, be the better it is for you to manage your business. So mm -hmm. I want to start off as many people as I can on the right foot. Mm -hmm. And so then that's why I decided to launch Shopify Prep School. Awesome. Which Shopify. is basically, yeah, Shopify Prep School. So what it is, it's basically getting you from to start to start your business, to, from registering all the way to going live. If you choose to do that at the end of the at the end of the um at the end of the the series. But yeah, it's just something to get people to to teach them how to use their Shopify properly and mm -hmm. to get them up and running as soon as possible. Because sometimes you can get, and you know, that's another thing. People get really bogged down by making everything perfect yeah and I'm just helping you get it done you can make it pretty and you can make it you know all the other things later right. but there's no point in making it pretty if you don't even know how to do it properly absolutely yeah I right? agree so, yeah agreed agreed so aside from aside from maybe tech issues and and things like that nature what are some of the struggles you're hearing from entrepreneurs in your coaching business or or in the dms and how do you propose that they remedy some of their you know concerns you know it's funny because when i first started coaching about a year like at just uh, january of 2019 i thought that people needed you know step by step one two three this is how you do it here's a blueprint yeah. here's this yeah but it turns out that's not what people need People need guidance. They need confidence to make the right decisions for their business. 
Um, you know, so there's a, what I saw was that there were a bunch of coaches that were just doing people a huge disservice. They mm -hmm. would just say, okay, well, here's how I did it. Here's how you can do it too. Here's step A to, to G and I'm, I'm going to charge you $5,000 to do it. And then, you know, it's going to happen for you too. When mm -hmm. in many cases it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then, but it leaves, it still leaves them at a, at a disadvantage because now that they've got all these steps that they followed these steps it's like when something doesn't go the way it's supposed to go they can't decide on what they're they can't they don't know how to do what they're supposed to do they don't know how to make a decision because mm -hmm. a coach literally gave them the fish right yeah whereas for me i find that i would prefer to teach people how to fish so i'm not going to give you all your answers I'm going to give you some advice. I'm going to be a sounding board. I'm going to lend you my 15 years of entrepreneurial experience mm -hmm. in order to make decisions that will work for you. And so then that's what people need. They need confidence that they don't, you don't need a, you know, a $5 million coach that's going to show you how to do this. You need someone that's, that's going to listen to you. That's going to advise you. That's going to guide you into making the right decisions for your business because that's that's really what the key to success is right. the key to success is being confident in the in the decisions that you're making and even if you make a mistake then you're at least you can learn from it you're not going to sit there and wallow in the failure you're going to look at it as a lesson and learn from that but only somebody who's been through all that mm -hmm. can tell you that true true i like all that right? so that's my so that's that's my goal. That's what I do in my coaching. I'm not here to hold your hand and, and tell you to take the next step. Or actually, that's not true. I am there to do that. But mm -hmm. what I'm not going to tell you is how you're going to take that step. I'm going to right. say, okay, you know what? You're headed in the right direction. Um, you know, your goal is to get, you know, to this destination. You're headed in the right direction. So here's what you can do in order to maybe move a little faster or in order to, um, you know, to, to you know, retrace some steps so you can do it properly. Like, so, you know, people are under the impression that being an entrepreneur is like, you know, climbing up to Mount Kilimanjaro in two days. That right. is not true. It is yeah. not a sprint. It is a marathon. Absolutely. So it's a lot of little, little steps that you need to take and be patient with mm -hmm. in order to get to the top of that mountain. Perfect. That, that is so true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what, what should we be looking for in a coach? Say I want to, I want to look for a coach. What should I be looking for? You need to find someone who's done what you want to do. Yeah. Don't be seduced by all the internet marketing, like all the Instagram marketing and them, their, their lifestyle photos on their feed and, mm -hmm. you know, a screenshot of a Shopify, but do they have receipts? Yeah. Does, does anyone know that they know that th what they're talking about, mm -hmm. right? If it's just them and their friends bigging each other up, mm, sorry, that is not, <laughs> that is <laughs> not, not it. proof of, of, of them doing the work, Yeah. right? Um, if all they're showing you is the glow up, then they're doing you a huge disservice. So one thing to look for is to make sure, one, they, they're doing the things that you want to do, mm -hmm. okay? Two, they have receipts not just their friends bigging them up. It's, they have actual receipts, like actual other organizations have recognized them, legit organizations right. that have recognized them that, okay, they have done some stuff, right? Like for me, I've worked a lot with Shopify. I've worked with Privy. I've worked with Signify. I've worked with a bunch of brands who mm -hmm. have seen what, because they see the, they see my back end, So they know what I'm doing. And right. so they're like, oh, she knows what she's doing. And she has, you know, and she has it. So let's, you know, let's work with her in order to, um, to market our services or whatever it is. So just make sure you have, like, make sure they have receipts. And three, 
if they're charging you an arm and a leg, but they're not really providing you any value in their free resources, like on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever, if they're not actually able to give you any sort of tangible, actionable things for free, why would you pay them? Yeah. Right? So those are the three things. Make sure that they're doing the things that you want to do. Make sure that they actually have receipts and make sure if even in their free stuff that they're giving away, that they're actually providing you value and actionable steps that you can take in your business today to move it forward. Okay, that's great. That's great information. Now, you are also a Founders Fund board member and, um, and mentor. Yes. And so what does it mean for you in, especially in this environment as a Black woman, what does it mean um, to you now to be able to be in that space? Uh, well, I've actually been with Founders Fund in, for the for since its inception. Since its inception, Ooh, yes, that's Sorry. a lot to say. Sorry. <laughs> since its inception. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you know, so last year I started out as a mentor, and then this year they brought me on as a. And they, and this happened, you know, late last year. They yeah. brought me on as a board advisor and mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even in you know for year three, I'm doing big things with them as well. Um, but what made me what made me decide to work with them is that they were providing what founders fund is is a uh, a digital accelerator for women um identified business owners entrepreneurs mm-hmm. yeah and and they provide funding and resources and mentorship um for you and your business and what i found was i didn't have access to this type of thing when i was starting my business yeah um and so then this is my way of paying it forward because I don't want anyone to go through what I had to go through. I would never, you know, I, it worked for me, obviously, mm-hmm. but if I had to do it all over again, I wish I had the resources that is available now. But the problem is a lot of times people who look like us don't aren't even aware that this type of stuff is available. There you go. Right. So yeah. I'm, I, what I'm trying to do is bring visibility for us so that we can see what's possible, what's doable. Right. Um, and so then by my participating in this and you know, and I feel this way about anything that I do, if I don't see myself there, I don't go there. Yeah. So I purposely put myself in places where other people can see, oh, I can go there too. And then we all come along. So sometimes, yeah, some people have been like, oh, you're just a token. Well, since maybe I need to be a token because in (laughs) order for us to, in order for us to build our own tables, we need to go sit down at a table and learn how to make our own tables. That's right. all of a sudden just show up with uh, bricks and, 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 and wood and decide to build a table and you build it all wrong in the foundation. Well, let me yeah. go sit down at this table, learn how they built that table. And then I'm going to come over here and teach you how to build the table too. Right. Absolutely. I love that. And you know, with, with the recent, and that's especially important with the recent uprising of Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. you know, you've been very vocal about, about you know, how you feel. And I know some business owners are usually, you know, they're concerned about the branding, how it affects their brand and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So why did you decide to put it all on the line? Because I've been seeing you doing your thing and I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of tiptoeing and walking on eggshells because, I, you know, especially, uh, you know, I've been running this, especially e-commerce business for the last eight years. Yes. Um, and then it's only in the last three years that I've actually been networking and seeing what other people are doing and all that. And I saw, and I felt 
that I wasn't able to be 100% Vivian because I was too busy egg, you know, walking on eggshells around white women. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, if I, if I saw something I didn't like, if I said something that'd be like, oh, you're always talking about race or, you know, it's always this, it's always that. But I saw this as an opportunity to say the things I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, and, and just to be, you know, I've always said I'm, I'm unapologetically Vivian, but now, and I was, but I was operating at like 80%. Mm-hmm. but now it's like I am 100% that Vivian and if you don't like it you could go kick rocks with flip-flops I could give <laughs> I could give two kicks you know what I mean like I don't <laughs> right, I got it yeah right so it's like so I'm just here and I'm also here to speak for the people who can't speak for themselves yeah right they're in they're in positions where you know they can't say anything mm-hmm. right whereas I work for myself I my business <laughs> it's so funny because like even Kiki Kurliaki, it's for black women. That's right. So I like, who's going to, who's going to stop me from saying what I need, what needs to be said. You can't say nothing. I have my own business. I don't work for you. I don't work for anybody else. So if you don't like it again, they can go kick rocks. So I just, you know, I just thought it was the time. It was the time to say something and something needed to be said and it needed to be said plainly so that everybody can understand and not misconstrue and not this and that and all what you thought. No, I said what I said. Mm -hmm. Why do you think we feel the need to walk on eggshells when, you know, our pain, our situations, our experiences are valid? That's because that's what, that's what we've been taught. That's what, that's how we've been treated. We've been, we've been taught that their feelings are really fragile. Like I'm sure every if you're a black woman and you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you've grown up where it's like, you can't do that because you don't want to make the white people upset. We've been, we've been, we've been molded to not make white people upset. True. True. Right. And so we're done. We're done with that. Take us as, as we are. Our hair is kinky. Our hair is curly. Our, 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 our hips are wide. Our, our lips are, are fat. Take us as we are. If you don't like it again, they can go kick rocks because this is the way we are. We're tired of trying to mold ourselves to what they need us to be in order for them to be happy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Since when the, the world that it wasn't, isn't, doesn't revolve around you. Mm-hmm. Ugh, we girl, don't let, don't let me start again. Mm-hmm. I told you we need a second episode. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can go in, I can go in, but there's a lot to go in on. Yeah, there is. There's a, there is, there is, but we're going to move it in this direction. Still kind of on the same topic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we do see that, and we know that systemic racism is not just, uh, or discrimination is not just an American issue, um, because you told a story of uh, how the Trade Commission of Canada, Canada reached out to you, mm-hmm. and then and then still declined your application, which is really interesting. Yeah. And yeah. also, you know, you also told a story about um, your recent uh, sit down with your white counterparts. Um, and how they, they, they said that you were, what did the guy say? That you were um, looking for Oh, yeah. Health? No, so I was, I had it, I, I was on a panel for the Globe and Mail. That's it, yeah. Yeah, for the Globe and Mail. And, um, you know, they, one of the first, I was one of, they asked me the question, you know, I was the first person to answer one of the questions. And the question was related to being a female entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, and I was actually very mindful because I was very, I was very, I didn't want to turn this into a race thing because this was more of a COVID, a COVID-19 thing. Right. So, but what I do, I, so I didn't want to, you know, sort of take the, 
the attention away from that. Mm -hmm. So I decided to focus on the fact that not only am I a female entrepreneur, but I'm in the e-commerce space, right? And yes. that's also a problem, especially with related to all these grants and everything that's happening with the government. Right. And so that I talked about that. I talked about the struggle of being specifically an e-commerce entrepreneur right. because that has its own sets of challenges. And I wasn't even going to bring race in because that's a whole other. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And so this person, um, his name was Jeff. Um, just, you know, the average mediocre white guy mm -hmm. who, who joined the panel, who, who registered for this Globe and Mail event to watch me speak because they advertised that I would be on the panel, decided that he was gonna fix his fingers mm -hmm. and say that I was looking for a handout from the white establishment. <laughs> so this man doesn't even know my story. He doesn't know that I grew a seven figure business without any outside help. So I didn't have a single loan. I didn't take money from anybody to start my business. I literally bought one piece of thing, sold it, took that money and bought two. That's how I built my business. Right. But he doesn't, all he saw was that I was black and he thought I was asking for handouts. Hmm. There you go. And, you know, it, it's there, the, 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 um, the privilege, the, I can't, we can't, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, the, it's the audacity. Yeah. It's the audacity that kills me because it's like, so you woke up this morning, registered for this thing. Didn't even listen, didn't even listen to my story, but you just fixed your fingers to tell me that I'm looking for a handout. I didn't ask for any handouts. Absolutely. White people ask for handouts, it's a grant. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a VC fund, it's a capital, it's this, it's that. But when black people ask, I get the same thing, it's a handout. Right. Well, what do you need our white counterparts to understand about about their own privilege and their uh, assumptions? Um that they need to they need to not have assumptions. They can't make these assumptions. Like they need to understand that, first of all, they are at a, they have a higher, um, they have, they start out on higher footing, right? Right. Yeah. They're likely to have, they're likely able to get money from their family or their, you know, their, their network, their something. Whereas we don't necessarily have that. Mm -hmm. And it's all because of the systemic, uh, yeah. the systemic discrimination that we encounter and the That's racism right. that we encounter that mm -hmm. prevents us from even getting to these sorts of circles right yeah. and even if you've talked if you talk to anybody that's made it like anyone that's made you know millions of dollars and they're black and they've had to deal with outside sources they probably have dozens of stories of racism that they've had to encounter in order to get to where they are right right and so um they just need to just be mindful of that like we don't start off on the we're not like we're, we're, although we're running the same race, we don't have the same advantages. We're not wearing the same shoes. We didn't have the same workout. We didn't have the same coach. We didn't have the same, we didn't have the same anything. Mm -hmm. Now this is definitely a layered issue for us for sure. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And they need to keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. It's not, and don't compare us to the model minorities, the Asians and the Indians, mm -hmm. Like that's not fair either. Because again, because they're seen as model minorities, mm -hmm. they get different, they get a, it's a different set of treatment for them, Absolutely. right? People assume that they're smart because they're Chinese or because they're Indian. Right. Right. Then, Whereas for us, they assume we can dance when it's like, okay. <laughs> when some of us can't, can't even move. <laughs> Man, we need a panel for this one for sure. Yeah. 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 You know, as a, as a black uh, single mom, you know, have you had to have this conversation with your son? Because around the world, we're all sitting down, you know, I'm a mom to 
to three black boys and I've had to have that conversation, you know, you know, don't, you know, be respectful. And, you know, when you see police and things of that nature, have you had to have that conversation with your son and what's it like for him? Cause he's so young. Yeah. He's only six. Yeah. There you Um, go. Yeah. And then we don't, it's not like I sit down and we watch the news or anything like that. Like literally like he's, and because, you know, COVID-19 happened, he's not at school. So he's not really exposed to anything outside of what I exposed him to. Right. But what we did see was on the Disney channel, on Disney Junior, they mm-hmm. had a Black Lives Matter commercial. <laughs> oh, okay. And he's like, yeah. So he's like, mommy, why, why are they talking about Black Lives Matter? And I had to tell, like, you know, I had to break it down in like the most simplest of terms. And I'm like, you know, baby, you know how mama's always telling you not everybody's going to be your friend? You know, because sometimes, you know, especially in our neighborhood, we have a lot of old, uh, older seniors in our neighborhood. Yeah. And he'll say hi to them or, you know, whatever, and they won't say anything to him. (laughs) So I, I, and so then I always tell him, you know, Mm -hmm. not everybody will be your friend. And so then I said to him, not everybody will be your friend because of the, because of our skin color. Mm -hmm. But you don't have, you just don't mind those people. Because there's always going to be other people who will love you. And so that's the way I had to explain, that's the way I've explained it. So, um, and you know, I always tell him, I always make sure that he knows he is king and he knows that his skin color is the most beautiful thing and his hair is beautiful and the way he moves is beautiful. Like I just always big him up and make sure that he is confident in who he is as a black man because the world will not do that for him. They will not, they will not. Absolutely. And I love the way you, you water that down for them to the simplest, you know, language they can understand yeah yeah now tell the people who chad is yeah who's chad and what does he represent well chad is that mediocre white dude mediocre straight white dude who um who's doing all the things he has no business doing he's (laughs) like he's the president of the united states he's that guy that he's you know at your office who um who talks over you when you're trying to, you know, share your idea. Yeah. He could be that guy you went to school with. He's just that unqualified, mediocre guy who is doing all the things because he thinks he can. Yeah. So Chad, for me, is that, that, that boost that I need when, I, you know, I keep it in my purse, I keep it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. When I need, when I start to think um, that I'm unqualified. So with women, and especially Black women, we think, you know, um, if a job's asking for 10 qualifications and we only have nine, we automatically disqualify ourselves. Right. That's Chad so true. Zero of those qualifications. And he applied for the job and guess what? He got it. So I always say, what would Chad do? So when I'm faced with, you know, if I'm wondering, if I don't know what to do, if I'm, if I'm questioning my, my skill set, my judgment and all that, I think, what would Chad do? And I do that. It's, it's just really having the audacity mm-hmm. to do the things that you think you have no business doing. It's right. like, Seth, who told you you couldn't do that? Nobody. So do it. it like, just do it. Just give it a try. What's the worst that could happen? So either they say no or they say yes. And guess what? If they say yes, then wow. Then yeah. you're going to have to figure it out, right? Even, the, right, even if right. it's like that job situation, right? If you only have nine out of the 10 qualifications, sis, you could learn that 10th thing. Let's not act like you don't, you didn't get all those nine qualifications for no reason. You can Mm -hmm. figure it out. So we all need to have a Chad mindset. We have to have a Chad mindset. You just have to think like a 20, you have to think like a 34 year old white dude who just (laughs) thinks he just owns everything and his his poop don't stink. 
how right? do you just gotta think like that yeah how, but how do we deal with the chads in our lives the boss that that um mm. that treats you differently than the you know i had that experience <clears throat> sorry where i was being treated differently how do we deal with those chads and 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 those those type of um people that's a really good question how would you deal with chad well i just say i say put him in his place okay but you know obviously you you would know, you know this chad better than i do right, right. so i can't i don't want to give a blanket way to deal with them mm-hmm. but basically um like even with um you just have to show them who you are and how you are. Like if you go in be, pretending to be someone else and all of a sudden you become the militant, whatever, then they're going to be upset. Right. Right. So always show up who you are. Don't, don't hide. Don't disguise. Don't, you know, temper yourself. Just be who you are. Mm-hmm. And they'll just have to deal with it. If they don't, again, I'm always, a, I'm a big fan. If they don't like it, they can go kick rocks with flip flops. Seriously. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I borrowed it from someone else. And I just, first it was kick rocks with open-toed shoes. And then it was like, you know what? Let's make it for everyone, which is everyone wears flip-flops. So now you can go kick rocks with flip-flops. And it rhymes. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you have such a good energy, such a good presence about yourself. Um, how do you keep that in the face of adversity? Like what is your... Um, what do you have mantras do you have do you meditate like what what do you do um i don't meditate um but i do i i choose to just focus what i do is i just choose to focus my mind on good yeah because when i when i focus my mind on good more good comes into my life so i guess you could say um what i do is i just sort of practice uh, like positive affirmations mm-hmm. um and it's, this is not to say that every single day is you know confetti and unicorns and cupcakes and stuff right right right. yeah um I've been through depression I've been through the really bad things I've been to the bottom and that's the reason why I'm here where I am today is because I've been through it all so I've been I've gotten to the other side Mm -hmm. um so I know what it's like to have that sorrow and I also know what it's like to have the joy so I choose to focus Mm -hmm. on the joy um but you know one of the manifestations that I, I sort of have all over the place so I tend to just sort of you know, when you zone out and you're just staring at just random things in your office, like for me, I put, um, I put affirmations around yeah. all around me. So I'm always staring at that. So one of the things that I, I always tell myself is I am worthy. I am talented. I am successful. I am healthy. I am wealthy. Money comes naturally to me. Everything I touch turns to gold and I provide value in everything that I do. Absolutely. And you sure do. (laughs) Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Now, last question. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a little fun one. I like to end off sometimes on a little fun note. So what is your go-to song? So if you need, if you have a a deadline you're trying to meet and, you know, you need a little pick-me-up, a little something to keep that energy up there, what are you listening to? Girl, I don't have, I don't have a single song. I have playlists. You have a playlist. Okay, have, that's fine. Oh, no, yeah. I have playlists for everything. And it's on Spotify. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Here we go. Actually, back to yeah, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, back to Spotify, full circle. Um, awesome. So if you go to Spotify and you just Google Vivian K, I have, um, it's V-I-V-I-A-N-K-A-Y-E. Uh, if you just Google Big Viv Energy <laughs> or search Big Viv Energy, you'll I find the that. playlist. And it's just a playlist full of 
full of songs like everything from like soca like cheers to life i love that song where it's yeah. like when you wake up this morning he's a winner <laughs> right <laughs> yeah all the way down to like yacht rock mm-hmm. which is like you know the white people rock music yeah you um, need a little bit of that song, oh yeah there's a song yeah. called magic by america it's like mm-hmm. you can do magic da, da, da. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I, there's, there's so many, like, I just, I think the list has like 60 songs of songs that just get me, you know, that get me up and going. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And you need that. You need that. Sometimes you need a playlist to keep you because otherwise you're, you're unmotivated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Where can we reach you if we need to get coaching services? If we need your, your Spotify class, I'm sorry. I keep saying Spotify, <laughs> Shopify. <That's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you can go to a lot of stuff. I, I typically update uh, Instagram. So Instagram, yeah. um, so you can find me at Vivian K. So I-T-S. So it's my, so my, sorry, my username is It's Vivian K. Mm-hmm. So I-T-S-V-I-V-I-A-N-K-A-Y-E. Um, and there, there's a link in my bio and it says, this is the link in my bio. Uh, that's the URL. <laughs> yeah. um, and you can find all the links to my Spotify play. Actually, no, my Spotify playlist isn't in there. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. Um, the list of my Spotify playlist, uh, my Shopify prep school, uh, my one-on-one coaching services. I'm actually going to be dropping in a few weeks a membership site. So if you just want to do group coaching, I'm down for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can just go to my Instagram and my stories are always on and popping. That's where you'll see me, my plant babies and my son, my real mm-hmm. son, baby. <laughs> 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 yes. So Instagram is where I'm at. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Uh, I appreciate you sharing with us today. And as I said, I got to have you back on. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. As long as it's in my calendar. I'm All down. right. No problem. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are so very welcome. Okay. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Imagine being able to Create your own schedule. Be free from the traffic world of the nine to five land. Imagine waking up and spending more time with your family. Imagine being able to start your business with little to no experience. Imagine being able to have all the resources you need to help you with that process. Well, if this is something you want for yourself, your imagination can become your reality. Reach out to me at I am Koyeta on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also email me at info at Koyeta.com. And let's turn that dream into your reality. Your business is closer than you think. Don't forget, don't forget to like, comment, share, Everything you do matters to me. Everything you do matters to us. Everything you do counts. And so those things really keep this podcast going. So thank you all again and enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time.